In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. If I'm completely honest with myself and with each of you, I've always had a hard time with Good Friday. That's probably for a lot of reasons. First and foremost is the fact that we are operating from this perspective of an Easter people. I mean, it's hard to argue that those who live after the resurrection of Jesus live with a healthy dose of optimism. Sometimes I even wonder why Christians wear crosses around their necks instead of empty tombs as a statement of their faith. And while some of us feel the need to rush past Good Friday and everything associated with it, the graphic imagery, bad theology we might have picked up along our lives, Nell Gibson, or just not wishing to think about it, we must resist that temptation. I must resist that temptation. Why? Because when we pause before the cross, we are faced directly with the truest manifestation of God's unfathomable love poured out for each of us. The very presence and nature of God gazing down at us in the person of Jesus Christ. That's why. For this reason, we must never shy away from the cross. And I realize this now. This is a day that we must not ignore or become indifferent towards, even when we become desensitized or numb to violence that confronts us each and every day. When it seems as though any direction we turn, we hear of another mass shooting or a terrorist attack or a gross miscarriage of justice or any other whole host of brutality, it can be easy to wrap ourselves in a cocoon to shield our hearts from the dread and despair every day. But we cannot tune out or ignore the violence of the cross. For in doing so, we lose the very ability to remember who it is through the cross that provides the means and the power to overcome death and violence in the first place. We must always give ourselves the space to be fully present in what the cross says. Remember that in Jesus' day, the Romans were much more interested in what the cross said to the person seeing it than what it said about the person on it. The cross was a reminder of power. The full force and threat of Rome's might was represented in the cross for all to see and for all to cower in response to. The cross was a threat and a promise. The cross was a reminder that you may be in your own land, but that could be taken away in a moment's notice. But that's not what the cross says to us today. Although for Rome, the cross was about power and intimidation, 
For Jesus, the cross was a means not only disrupt and challenge the notion of power and how it was wielded, but to defeat it outright. Pilate said, do you not know that I have power to release you and power to crucify you? But Jesus answered him, you would have no power over me unless it had been given you from above. Jesus had no time for earthly power. He is concerned with a power that far outweighs and transcends the temporal power that the Romans lorded over the people. No, Jesus was not worried about the power in the way the world understood it. He was about to change the power structure altogether. Jesus had something different to say about the cross, and that holds true today. One commentator on the gospel writes that at Golgotha, humanity violently sinned its sins into Jesus. Jesus bore these sins all the way down to death and left them there. When we look at the cross, we see the lengths to which God will go to forgive sin. The cross is both ugly and beautiful. The cross is as ugly as human sin and as beautiful as divine love. But in the end, love and beauty win. That is what the cross says to us yesterday, today, and tomorrow. That life and love, not death, hold the final word. Just as Jesus showed his disciples last night that the way of love was marked by humble service, he shows us today the way of the cross is first and foremost marked by forgiveness. This is our inherited legacy of the cross and way of Jesus. To forgive, we must love. To love, we must first be loved. And to see that love, to drink deeply from the life-giving draft poured out for us, we must first and foremost kneel before the cross. Jesus is what God had and has to say, and it is said most clearly and resonates most deeply at the cross of Christ. Let us pray. Lord Jesus Christ, you stretched out your arms of love on the hard wood of the cross, that everyone might come within the reach of your saving embrace. So clothe us in your spirit, that we, reaching forth our hands in love, may bring those who do not know you to the knowledge and love of you. For the honor of your name. Amen.